0: Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Good morning again. As we gather here for worship this morning, it's Palm Sunday. As we gather for Palm Sunday, we're going to wrap up our Lenten series titled Wandering in the Wilderness. Wandering in the Wilderness. Especially over these past 12 months, new daily realities have been part of most of our lives, of simplicity, of sacrifice, and sorrow. And in this series, Wandering in the Wilderness, we've been exploring characters in the, the Bible and their encounters with God in the wilderness. Sometimes the physical, real wilderness, and other times a more metaphorical wilderness. But those times of wandering and encountering God and, and the changes that occur in their lives, as they encounter God in their own brokenness and sin, as they encounter God in his grace, his love, and his mercy. Well, let's kind of get our wheels greased here a little bit. Kind of question for you here this morning. Here's a question. Not really a question. It's an opportunity for you just to share and give some thought back. Give a one-word explanation of how you felt when what you experienced was different than your expectations. I'll say that again. Give a one-word explanation of how you felt when what you experienced was different than your expectations. I, how many of you have ever had something, you know, different than your expectations? We, we probably have all had that before. I can give you some examples. You know, an example where sometimes what I expected was not what, you know, I experienced at the drive-thru. Ever been through the drive-thru? You, know, you order your food, and you're excited because you're going to get a bunch of healthy, not really, uh, greasy, slimy hamburgers and fries. You know, tastes so good, not good for you. And you go, and you're driving home. Maybe you're like me. You put your hand in there, eating some fries. You go down the road, and you get home, and you open up the bags, and guess what? It's not your food or, or what you ordered. It's not inside, and you've got to figure it out like, you know, one, did somebody not get their order? Do we have to share something? Or you pull out and say, I didn't want a fish sandwich. I wanted a greasy hamburger. And I got a fish sandwich. Do I really want the fish sandwich? Do I go back and tell them you didn't get my order right? You know, all those things you just... This is what I expected, and this is what I'm experiencing. But there's been other times in the drive-thru, you know, again, eating those french fries, driving back home, going to feed a happy family, and you get there, and you open up the bag, and what's inside is not what you expected, much to your joy, because, you know, there's an extra hamburger in there. Can't let that go to waste. I'm going to eat it. You know, there are those moments where what we expected is not what we experienced. And sometimes it's joyful, it's great, it is a surprise, and we're excited about it. And other times it's frustrating, it's disheartening, you know, it it just does not meet the expectations that we had. And sometimes life, life is like that. Not just driving, you know, going through the drive-thru, but life can give us those experiences that don't match up with our expectations and we see that here you know as we've been working through this series wandering in the wilderness that sometimes what god's people expected was not what they experienced so we talk about wilderness let's again run through that definition of a wilderness a wilderness is a wild uncultivated region like a forest or a desert uninhabited or inhabited by wild animals. You know, again, whether that's a physical wilderness or metaphorical wilderness that God's people are experiencing. And here's where we're going to land today. This is that one truth, that Jesus leads us through the wilderness. Jesus leads us through the wilderness. Well, today is Palm Sunday. It's a big Of celebration as we remember what's called Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. You know, so what is this? You know, this is a celebration. It's a time of a kind of a party. It's excitement, you know. If you're here in worship, you hear the palms, you can wave the palms at home. Uh, You'll make something up. Wave your hands. Get excited, you know, because Jesus is coming. He's entering Jerusalem. He's riding on a donkey. We're going to pick up here at Mark 11, verse 8. Let's read this together. And many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had caught from the fields. So, you know, their cloaks, why, why put their cloaks on the ground? You know, I don't know if you've ever done that before. Have you ever, you know, gotten off your coat or something like that and put that on the ground as somebody was, you know, walking before you? Well, in this culture, it emphasized their recognition of who Jesus is. It emphasized their recognition of their loyalty to him as the king. It it was their recognition and support of him as their king. It's kind of like rolling out the red carpet for Jesus as King. And then the palms, you know, as we wave the palms, and, you know, today our palms are a little different than we've had before, maybe not quite, you know, what you expected, what you're experiencing as you're waving the palms, or if you're at home, you're like, I really wish I was there so I could wave those palm branches, not quite what we are expecting and what we're truly experiencing. But in the Greco-Roman world, this ancient world, palms were a sign of triumph and, and victory. Triumph and victory, because this is the king who is coming. He is triumph, he is victorious, and we are excited to welcome him. Let's pick up now verse 9. Let's read together. And those who went before him, those who had followed, were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David, Hosanna in the highest. The word Hosanna is a Hebrew word. It's a Hebrew word that means save us and especially was words spoken to a king. And as they speak these words, these ancient words, they're really reaching back to an ancient promise from God that the kingdom of David, not just David, you know, but his kingdom, that lineage would bring a new king that would save God's People. They had expectations of this king, expectations of one who would lead them out of their troubled and oppressed times. These were people that were troubled and oppressed by the Roman occupation. These were people who were looking for a, a new exodus. If you know, you know from the Old Testament, the story of Moses as God uses Moses to lead the people away from Egypt, out of slavery to Egypt, towards the promised land. And they were hoping now for a new exodus, getting rid of the Roman occupiers, that foreign government, that pagan government, and being free to be God's people. They were in an extended wilderness time a time where they felt oppressed a time where they felt uncertain of god's presence with them a time where they were in hope waiting for god to save them but what we see because you know what unfolds here is that as they were shouting out you know hosanna i don't have you ever been part of a big crowd of people that shout out and haven't you ever been to a husker game You know, or even if you're at home watching the game, you know, with family and friends, we shout out, we're excited. And sometimes what we expect, you know, what we hope for is not what we experience. There's always next year, right? That's what we always say, there's always next year. But here in, in the wilderness experiences of life, here for God's people of This moment as Jesus is entering Jerusalem, of all the ancient moments of the people that we have explored in Scripture during this series, and even for our own lives, in the wilderness we may cry out, God, save us. And often what we say is save us on our own terms. Save us the way that we want to be saved. Save us, you know, and and get us out of this wilderness. But again, here's the point we land on. Jesus leads us through the wilderness. Jesus leads us through the wilderness. God, as we see in the experience throughout Scripture in our lives, that God is one who leads us through the wilderness. Jesus doesn't promise to change the wilderness. He promises to lead us through the wilderness. We see this especially as Jesus, he knows He knows even though those gathered around that are shouting out Hosanna and waving their palm branches, the expectations they have is not what they're going to experience. Jesus knows what he's about to experience. He knows that within the end of that week, he'll be betrayed, he'll be arrested, he'll be beaten and scourged and mocked as a king. And then he'll be nailed to the cross. He'll gasp for each breath of air, And then he'll breathe his last breath, having bled and died for you, for me, for the world. For all those wilderness moments of our lives. And for this wilderness moment that we live in since the fall of humanity. That he will live and die for us. And rise again. That we have life in him. That we know that he will lead us through the wilderness. Because he is our living Savior. He is one that has defeated the greatest wilderness that we live in, in the sin, death, and the devil. Jesus doesn't promise to change the wilderness. But he promises to lead us through the wilderness. He promises to lead us through this wilderness time that we've been in this past 12 months, in the midst of a pandemic that is beginning to come near to an end. He leads us through those wilderness moments we have relationally with others. The moments that we have in our health, in our finances. Those wilderness moments we have in our struggles with sin and the uncertainties of life. Jesus doesn't promise to change them, but he does promise to lead us through the wilderness. And he's leading us through the wilderness right now. Our living Savior, who promises that he will never leave us and never As we wrap up this series, Wandering the Wilderness, as we celebrate Palm Sunday, as we move into Holy Week, there's a challenge I'm going to put before you this week. The challenge is this, that during Holy Week, that during Holy Week that you'd read one of the Passion narratives from the Gospel. Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Or read more than one of them. Read several of them, all four of them. They're all a little bit different parts of that Passion. Or watch, you know, one of the movies, The Passion of the Christ. And read through that and see the wilderness experience that Jesus went through in the last week of his life. But know that as he goes through that experience, he goes through that experience for you and for me. He goes through that wilderness experience because of his love for you and for me, for the world. He goes through that experience so that he can go through that experience with us. So that we know that whatever wilderness experience that we face, we are not alone. That our Savior who has defeated sin, death, and the devil, our champion, our victorious king, that he is with us and he'll lead us through the wilderness with him. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. We give you thanks and praise as we celebrate this Palm Sunday, Lord, still another year where many of us are at home watching live. A few of us gathered here, Lord, we celebrate. We celebrate your triumphal entry. We celebrate what it means that you went through your own wilderness so that, Lord, we don't go through our wilderness alone. That you, our living Savior, you lead us. You are with us. We thank you for your presence, for your love, and your mercy. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org.